Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. Sorry. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. Okay. Crap. I'm going to have to redo the entire beginning. Yeah. Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up. It's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram, at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I know all your co-hosts you know from right now. Before I go any further, this episode is on YouTube if you would like to check it out. Also, I would be remiss if I did not acknowledge this extremely special episode. We have a plethora of fantastic co-hosts that are about to join us via Zoom, and we could not be more excited. Yes, this is our very special listener episode in which all of you lovely people, our listeners, reached out for a chance to be on this very episode, and we have selected a few of our top fans to join us today. So again, we are very excited. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Muck right here each week. And we are going to do soul eating a little bit of junk. So I've got my junk food here, which is actually Candace's healthy cereal. Yes, Magic Spoon cereal. Okay, and then I have some paleo chocolate cake, which we'll get into during junk time. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I have seen seasons one and two, and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, our first co-host of the day is locked and loaded to do our synopsis. You may know her as Shanga Psych on Instagram, or as the host of her Psyched podcast. She also sent us awesome bracelets, by the way. She totally did. It is Keaton Jones. So, let's hear it. Here's what happened. Hello, I am Keaton Jones, here with me as Little Wrinkly Monk, and this is Happy Birthday, Mr. Monk, Season 8, Episode 9. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a maintenance man cleaning his workplace late at night when he accidentally clogs a trash compactor. He goes to unclog it when a masked assailant switches on the conveyor belt, sending the man to a grisly death. After the open, we see Natalie attempting throw Mr. Monk a surprise party for his 50th birthday and failing miserably. As for the case, the first lead is a man named Richard Meckler, who had been working late the night of the murder. They go to speak to Meckler, a patent attorney, who is tending the showcase of a self-cleaning vacuum. While Disher is questioning him during the festivities, Meckler is somehow poisoned and drops dead of a heart attack. Randy noticed that he was drinking soda. However, notes that his wife, and client, Kurt Pressman, the inventor of the vacuum, had both drank out of the same glass with no problem. It's assumed that Meckler is the one who killed the maintenance man since they are connected. But who killed Meckler? Well, it turns out that the inventor, Kurt Pressman, wasn't a real inventor at all. The maintenance man is the one who actually created the self-cleaning vacuum. He had taken the idea to Meckler, but instead the patent attorney betrayed his trust and conspired to steal the idea with Kurt Pressman and split the profits. Pressman got even more greedy and decided to kill Meckler, and he had used tainted ice cubes to murder him. The poison slowly melted into the soda, which is how Pressman and the wife were able to drink from the same cup unharmed. Monk figures this all out during the surprise party, which Natalie finally manages to pull off. He notices that the ice cubes in his glass are square, 
while everyone else is around. Pressman apparently thought Monk was close to figuring him out, so he tried to murder him too. Of course, he was right, but it's too late. Monk solves the case and has a successful birthday party in which he never wants again. Happy 50th birthday, Mr. Monk. And I hope I did that justice. Have a good day. All right, that was happy birthday, Mr. Monk. Thank you, Keaton. That was fantastic. So I think we're ready for our next co-host already to do some likes. She is in the waiting room right now, and she is arguably our number one fan, an OG junk monker. Our girl, your girl, Lindsay Chambers. So let's get her on. Let's get her on. Let's get her on. Here we go. What? Hi. <laughs> Hi. Wait, can, you can hear me, right? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes, I'm. I'm so excited. Like y'all have no idea. <laughs> okay, I already know where you are, but where are you? Um. Yeah. So I'm in Disney World right now, Noah. What? Um, <laughs> Yeah. I just thought you had a really nice backyard. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, this is by the, um, the Indiana Jones ride, actually. So it's like a jungle, kind of. What? But. <laughs> what? Just randomly at Disney World. <laughs> so, um, are we, are we interrupting your day? How's your day going? Oh, it's been pretty good. Um, we, uh, they just opened a new Star Wars ride. Um, that they did, they're doing like this whole like virtual queue thing. It's been like super hard to get into. Um, but we got to ride that today, um, which was super exciting. Um, yeah, my dad loves Star Wars, so he was thrilled. Um, but yeah, so we've just kind of been like going around doing some more of our favorite rides. Um, have you been to Disney World? I have been to Disney World twice. I went on my honeymoon and then I went last year with like with my family for just a random trip. I've never been. <gasps> oh, so. no. That's sad. Wow. <laughs> so is is your dad as big of a fan of Star Wars as you are of Monk? Not quite, I wouldn't say, <laughs> but probably pretty close. You're a pretty big fan of Monk. So when did you start watching Monk? Um... Uh, I think I was in like middle school. There was uh, like a TV marathon on the like Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel or whatever. Um, and so I tuned in at one point to um, Mr. Monk Goes to the Circus, I think, with the like trapeze artist lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was my first ever like all the way through episode. Um, and I just like, I loved it. And so I just wanted to go um, like all the way through and like binge it on um, Prime. So I went all the way through the whole series and ever since I've just loved it. It's so good. Awesome. That's oh cool. Okay. The circus is a good one. I can see yes. how you got hooked from that. <laughs> okay. So uh, did you bring any junk? I did. No um, I have some um, character gummies. Uh, with me. <laughs> that is so cute. That's awesome. Okay, I was excited to see what you brought from Disney. That was a good one. I almost 
I almost got ice cream, but then it would have melted by the time we were done. Oh, yeah. We've tried ice cream before. Like, oh, we have ice cream. Wait, when are we supposed to eat this? And it's like melted by junk time. Yeah, so. Soup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ice cream soup. So good call on the ice cream. Um, I have chocolate cake. And I have healthy cereal. Healthy cereal. Which is not nice. as cool as goofy candy. But <laughs> nothing's going to be. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're doing the episode... Happy birthday, Mr. Monk. So, do you want to ask her? Lindsay, what did you like about this episode? Okay, so um, I have my notes here. Um, she brought notes uh, to Disney the first... World. I am living right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do this show with notes. <laughs> I would be so flustered. Um, but... <laughs> The first thing um, I wrote down, I love that Monk spoils his own surprise party three separate times. Like, I think that is the funniest thing. Because he, he first figures it out in the very beginning in the police station. Um, and he's like, why is there nobody here? Um, and then they, um, and then he figures out that it's at Natalie's house uh, later on. And then he gets super mad that she almost planned it in Dr. Bell's office. She was just like, oh, no, it's, it's the one next door. Like, don't be mad at me. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I wrote down when the first time he spoils it because he walks in and the room is empty. And he's like, he, he notices everyone's gone. Mm -hmm. But he's like, there's missing paper plates. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what happens when you have an empty room. Okay. And then he starts reading Natalie mm -hmm. with his hands. He's like, wait a second. And he's like reading her. It's so funny. Yes, I had that. And whenever the, um, I think it's, the, oh no, he doesn't spoil this one. It's not that time because this time she's not tricking him, but yeah. he thinks she is at the crime scene. And so he's like, looks oh, yeah. staring at the closet and he's like oh yeah sure open the closet <laughs> and then she's and then he that. opens it and she's like boop it's so funny <laughs> so yes Noah what do you have I have Monk's self-cleaning vacuum he was he was just in love with this thing he was like dancing with it and he was whenever it like died he was like mourning so much <laughs> the good die young <laughs> <laughs> not this vacuum take me instead yeah why this vacuum like because you clean the filter and the guy's like wait you clean the filter he's like yeah well, he's like we used the biggest font we could Monk's like yeah it was a pretty big font <laughs> like where, did, where does it say that it says it here 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 and on the back <laughs> do not clean filter oh my gosh that's so funny but yeah i also have when monk falls in love with the vacuum and he's dancing with it mm -hmm. and then um he then he kills it and he wraps it up in the blanket he i love how he humanizes the vacuum cleaner like you <laughs> like really believe it's like i don't know a small child or something and he's like holding and he plays it on the fact that he lays the vacuum on his couch like would he ever put a vacuum cleaner on his couch in I the know. first place like that's gross yeah but he's yeah in love with it so he's like puts it on like you said the good die young so yeah. and then yeah. when um he's like holding it and then um natalie like tries to grab it from him or something and he's like don't no don't, don't touch it uh, yeah. Whatever. it's so funny <laughs> or when she tries to touch it in the first place he slaps her when it's on the oh, yeah he's yeah. like looking at it like adoringly and she like goes to touch it and he's like, <laughs> like what it's just a vacuum like you can't touch it no touching 
It's that is that is really good. What did you have, Candace? Um, okay, so a different note. The Stotty flirt, very strong. I know. I saw it coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen him flirt this hard since Linda. Aww. Let's go. I I I don't know about you guys. That that was what season five. So it's been like three seasons. Mm-hmm. His flirting game I thought was better. Remember with Linda, he was super nervous and he told the elephant joke and she's like, tell me something I don't know. And he's like, elephants can't jump. And she's like, what? (laughs) Like, oh, you said, tell me something I don't know. You're elephant. He can't jump. Oh my God. That was so bad. It was kind of (laughs) cringy. It was cute. It was cute, but also cringy. And I felt like he was really smooth Mm -hmm. with this lady. He was very smooth. I, I thought so. But, and then at the very end, her name was Trudy. Yeah. What'd you, what did you think about that? I was just like, no, you you can't date her. You yeah. literally can't. If Monk and Dare figure out that, oh my gosh, you know what? Yeah, that was a pretty good, and he was, and Stottlemyre was like, oh crap, that's not gonna work. Yeah. No, let's just, let's just stick with TK. Let's just stick with TK. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What'd you have, Lindsay? Um, uh, so... The next thing I had was the whole um, Cowboy Hank story. I thought that was so funny. And also just the fact that he, like, he tells Natalie and he, like, closes all the blinds. Like, this is, like, serious business for him. And he doesn't even tell Dr. Bell either. Like, (laughs) Natalie is supposedly, like, the first person he's told this (laughs) traumatic childhood story. And he he can't even tell Dr. Bell. It's so funny. You're like, why haven't you told Dr. Bell? He's like, I didn't think he could handle it. <laughs> he's he's a trained therapist, psychologist, but it's yeah. The yeah. whole point of you going to him is so that he can help you. <laughs> I don't think you can handle it, but he thinks Natalie can handle it. I don't. And it was so like, she was like, "What are you talking about?" She like undid the curtains and everything. She was like, "You're being ridiculous." <laughs> That's such a lame story. <laughs> that's lame. That's that's so lame. Everyone has a story like that. It was, I, I thought it'd be actually something traumatic, not. Well, I mean, it's Monk. That's true. So, that's it's true. traumatic for him. Yeah. <laughs> His own birth was traumatic. Yes. I have something about that later. What? Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm next. So everyone's making fun of the dead guy and me and Candace, when we were watching it, we were like, why are they doing this? And then Monk, it wasn't even like a comeback or anything. It just happened to be like so funny. He was like, man, this must have been such a horrible death. After they were making fun of the death, he was like, they probably tore up his spine on the way down and his lungs were ripped open. And me and Candace were- Yeah, he gets so graphic with it. And they're all like, I feel so bad about making fun of him. Yes. Yep. Okay, I have Randy stuff. That's what I'm looking at here is, so the one little Randy thing is when they're in the morgue and the, I guess, Dr. Z, we'll talk about him too. Oh, Dr. Z, he's like, yeah, it's, I don't even know what it was, fluoro, fluorocytate, citrate or something. And Randy's like, fluorocytrate and like writing down he's like yeah fluorocytrate and he's like trying to write he's like yeah I'll just write my notes later (laughs) (laughs) it's funny and then my other Randy thing is um whenever they're doing the reenactment and um 
they're doing the reenactment where the of the poisoning because the guy was poisoned and they're like okay you be meckler you be the killer you know the killer mm -hmm. you be the other guy and then randy's like wait i want to be meckler and he's like well, no randy you're you why do you want to be meckler and he's like he has more to do <laughs> again randy treating this like this is like a different life like this is a play like yeah. he's asking the captain like oh do, do you want me to say it again <laughs> do you want me to do that again dude that's my line <laughs> like literally acting like this is fake life it's so funny it's like he has more to do i want to be him so, <laughs> that's my randy action yeah i also had the um right in that same scene the dartering theory <laughs> the i love that theory it's so funny yeah because he's like yeah they could have just like it could have just been like a dart and they're like we would have we would have found a dart it's like Dartering, it comes right back or whatever and they're all like randy what <laughs> yes because because jason mentioned that in our interview mm -hmm. and i was like i didn't know what he was talking about Dartering. yeah and then so but i'm guessing like i'm, I'm putting it together so you're saying it's like a boomerang right yeah, yeah. okay yeah half okay. dart half boomerang <laughs> and then like how does it come back and he's like invisible string yeah or right yeah so he's like and then you pull it. Oh, yeah. That's not that bad of an idea. Like, oh, and but you have the string, and then you pull it back. Yeah, I guess. I mean, as long <laughs> as you don't shoot them like here, if you like do it in the leg or something, like where nobody would see, because somebody would be like, and yeah, you know, it would see you getting hit. But, I guess. Yeah. It'd have to be like, yeah, in your leg or something like down here. No one would see. <laughs> but yeah, starterings. So that's that's an okay randy theory i guess <laughs> uh, it's okay okay my next thing is the monk versus natalie shenanigans these are like these are probably the best monk versus natalie shenanigans <laughs> natalie's like oh i'm so gonna get you and it was just so much fun to watch them they're so cute together i love them <laughs> yes i did i put that natalie trying to get monk the whole time was a really good storyline mm -hmm. um kind of a dislike about you know, the, I guess, not subplot. This felt like the main plot, right? Yes, Happy yeah. birthday, Mr. Monk. And the crime was kind of, eh. But this really tied the episode together. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, again, it was, it, I, I don't know, is, it is the crime supposed to be the A plot every time? Or is, is Monk doing the adventure allowed to be the A plot? I think it's supposed to be the crime. I like it more when it's the crime. I feel like yeah. I feel like it could go either way. Yeah, it, right. it really depends on the episode, honestly. I, yeah, because I feel like this one did it really good. That the that the adventure was the a plot. Yeah. Okay, that's why I, that's why I'm like, oh, it's the B plot, but it's actually I think it might have been the a plot. So, but yeah, I liked I liked the like you said in four separate occasions, Natalie is like trying to put one over on him yeah. and we get to see that yeah. and of course when she successfully does it at the end but yeah i really like that and i thought it showed how good of a assistant that she was yeah i remember on our natalie versus sharona episode one of our listeners luke mm -hmm. he called and left a voicemail about this episode which we hadn't seen yet but this was his one of his strongest arguments for why natalie is such a good assistant because she throws him the surprise party hmm. and she makes a big deal about his 50th birthday and stuff so i thought this was a I, I i saw it after watching it and i'm like writing like this actually shows she's a good assistant and i was like somebody said that before yeah so it makes sense now i got you yeah better than sharona 
Well, oh, okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. I see how it is, Noah. Okay, I'm disconnecting Noah right now. <laughs> the headphones are being unplugged as we speak. We're, we're two to one right now. We so are. you better watch yourself. You are. You are outnumbered. <laughs> that is true. Also, when Natalie uh, winks at him, or no, she's winking. Is she winking at Monk or Stottlemyre in, in the, uh, the crime scene? Yeah, I think it's oh, Monk, and then Stottlemyre's like, Natalie, like, cut it out. And she's just, <laughs> she's winking. She's winking at me. She's winking, and she's like, what? <laughs> she did it again. Like <laughs> Exactly. Um, I have, I have two more. I have two more as well. Okay, how many do you have, Lindsay? Um, I don't know, kind of, it's a lot of quotes, honestly. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> give us some quotes, give us some quotes. Okay, um, so one of my favorites was when, uh, like, right after the vacuum dies, uh, I think, and they're monks, like, adamant about, like, going to the guy and getting it fixed, um, and they're, like, about to leave, um, and <laughs> um, Natalie's, like, trying to convince him to get the surprise party, and eventually she just goes, like, fine, Mr. Monk, you win. You're going to spend your birthday alone. And the okay. next birthday after that, and the one after that, too, until you finally die alone and pathetic and miserable and sad and alone. And Monk really sits there and goes, deal. <laughs> and just wants to leave. That's a I really, love that part. That's a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> there was a quote I was trying to rewatch it before we ran out of time there was a good quote I don't know if you have it but whenever Stottlemyre's like Monk this is the man's home like he died like this is the crime scene like you really think Natalie would do this do the surprise party here and then Monk says something like no I don't which is exactly why I do think that she would <laughs> which makes me not believe it, which makes me do, which makes me don't, which makes me do, or something. <laughs> I didn't write the quote down, but I thought that was a good one. Yeah. Also in that scene, um, there's like a paper shredder or something, and oh, yeah. um, he like walks over, paper shredder, like, oh, like, I see how it is. And he picks up a bundle of it and goes, confetti! <laughs> it's so so like, funny. That's evidence. We're like, that's what we call material evidence. Okay, let's go put that back down. <laughs> It's so funny. He's like, I see how it is. This is your confetti. <laughs> that is a good one. Exactly. Uh, do you have any more quotes? I don't, I don't have, I feel like I have more quotes. Oh, and, um, and then when Natalie's finally able to trick him and they're like doing that car chase, um, they're like on the phone with Stottlemyre. Um, and he's saying that there's like the Jeep or whatever black car following them um, with and there's like a ransom on them and Natalie goes both of us are just him yeah. <laughs> and then glares at her like really <laughs> and then when they finally um, get back to uh, like the between the dumpster or the uh, porta potty and um, <laughs> And she's like, like Mr. Monk, like you have to choose. And he goes, "Have we met? Like I choose death." <laughs> that is true because death is, I think, lower on the list than germs. So it that makes is sense. True. Like, have we met? Uh, death down here. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, I have the chase scene, like just in general. Um, yeah. The episode was, it was a good episode, but it, it, it was maybe a little bit slow at times. This chase scene, like, picked up the intensity. I mean, like, it was like, okay, we're watching Monk. You may not be surprised. We're a vacuum cleaner. Okay, it was pretty mellow, but the chase scene was, like, really, really good. 
And then I, cause, so I knew what happened. Right. And so I'm trying to gauge, no, I'm just like looking at the screen, like, okay, don't, you know, just sit here, just watch, give it away, you know, act surprised or whatever. And then they kill the guy. Bah, 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 oh and yeah. And you were like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. I forgot about that too. I really was like, <laughs> what? They got, they kill the guy and then, oh my gosh, I just remembered. And then Monk's like, oh yeah, what about the security guard? You, you know, you killed him. That was good. And Solomar's like, oh no, yeah, that was real. We had to make it look real, like legitimate. And Monk's like, oh, and they're like, I'm just kidding. And the security guard's like, hey Monk, and he has boils. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was really good. I, the chasing was just so good. I forgot I was watching Monk. I was like, wait a minute, they're really doing this right now? Because they, they really sell it because they come from that weird guy's house. And like, you know, as if he knows that they're onto him. And he was like, okay, I got to get my guys on them or whatever. So you're, you're, I was like, why did they make this guy seem so evil? And then it's like, there's a $20,000 bounty on your head. That's good. Because you didn't like that yeah. at first. Yeah. That you were like, really? They had to show this scene where the guy was evil. Yeah. But it totally played into the chase or else that would have been super random. Yeah. That's true. I also put about the chase, like biggest Natalie scheme ever question mark. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the Probably. most elaborate thing we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, and it was done by Natalie. She, I mean, she got it and that was pretty good. Yeah. So, um, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a few more. Okay. Go um, ahead, so yeah, I'll just go through. Um, <laughs> Oh, I loved seeing um, in the, like, flashback or whatever with Cowboy Hank. Little Monk is so cute. Oh, Have you seen all of yes. the, like, like web series, like, things? The little clips? I, ha I haven't seen. Is there a place they'll find those? I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember where I watched them. I think I might have, like, I got, like, a DVD or something um, of one of the seasons. And um, it like had it on there as like a bonus thing. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure if they're on YouTube. I feel like they probably would be. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's the same guy in, um, as Little Monk mm -hmm. um, in those as is in this uh, little flashback scene. But he's so cute. I love it. Yeah. And he's so happy with all of his friends. Yeah. His yeah. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually one of my dislikes because it's not the same actor. I hate when they switch up actors in the show, like with Trudy. But this yeah, guy, this, this kid was, he looked pretty legit. Yeah, I mean, I like the the Little Monk in Little Monk. Like in, in Mr. Yeah. Monk and Little Monk. But I mean, he got a whole episode yeah. himself, kind of. So it's kind of, it's kind of hard to see Little Monk as anybody else. Yeah. So, but yeah. That's fair. You have more likes or no? Are you done? I had one more, but it's actually a plot hole. Okay, so save it. Actually, save I could it. say it. Are you sure? Do you have any plot holes, though, Noah? I have two plot holes. Okay, well then just one. just save Other it. Other than this one. Just save it then. Just save it. Come on, it's good. <laughs> you need to carry your weight today in plot holes. Oh my god. Because <laughs> Lindsay has some more too, right? Oh yeah, I have a few. Okay, okay go ahead. Um, I have oh um so something I think. This was in the um, the High Conrad interview. I never picked up on the fact that everything happens on Benton Street, but um, the like fake inventor dudes like 
um, workshop, I guess, is also, they say that it's the address or whatever on the vacuum is like 603 Bitten Street or something like that. But I never, I can't believe I never picked up on the Vinton Street and anything else. And now I, now I'm hearing it. And I, it's so funny. I noticed it like in general, but yeah. I did not notice it in this episode. Good catch. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> nice. Um, and then I have, oh, <laughs> this is little, but in the, um, when he's doing like the, um, I guess just like going around the party, um, like meeting and greeting or whatever, um, somebody like comes up to Monk and goes like, yeah, like happy birthday, Monk. And he goes, happy birthday. Like his response <laughs> to happy birthday is happy birthday. <laughs> Instead of like, thank you or something. He just goes, happy birthday. <laughs> like, it's so cute. I've definitely had those. Well, I don't usually do it. Toby does it when he's like ordering something and the you know someone's like oh have a good day and it's like oh you too but they'll say something that's like not relevant like oh enjoy your food and he's like oh you too yeah yeah monk was cute when he did that <laughs> yes um and then i just have two more i think um i liked the um the poison in the like ice cubes Blue. Oh, yeah. I thought that was super clever. I feel like that one's pretty memorable for me, honestly, because um, it's like, I like the kinds of clues where you can like watch the episode again and then be like, oh yeah, like that's how, because of the ice kind of thing. Um, when the like convention scene or whatever comes up, but I really liked that. I thought it was super clever. Did the cubes, were the cubes the same shape in the beginning? Do you remember? Like when he actually poisons the first guy, were they, yeah. were they all square? I'm like, not sure. I feel like they had to have been right, like to make it like blend in, and then yeah, probably figures it out. But I feel like they had to have been probably all square. That guy didn't think that through. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah. So it melt the ice melted, or he chewed on the ice, and that's no, it melted. Uh, yeah, it melted. So when the lady sipped it yeah. first, no ice had melted, so she was fine. And then when she passed it on, the ice had started to melt. So then he was drinking his drink as the ice was melting, as poison was mm -hmm. slowly seeping into his cup. But she drank it so fast, she was fine. Boom, passed it on. I thought it was. I thought it was because he chewed on his pen, and so he like chewed on the ice. Oh, that's a good point. I because I, I hadn't thought about it. Maybe yeah, I didn't know how they were going to tie in that chewing the pen clue, but I think it was just they found it in that guy's yeah. house or his shed or whatever. Like they knew him yeah. before. It was a weird clue for no reason. The chewing the pen. The pen yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. I have a plot hole about. Even. I have a plot hole about that. Too. <laughs> okay, my last one is Cowboy Hank. That Natalie, this, I said this before, how Natalie's a great assistant. She got Cowboy Hank. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good, like, get. Not like, only did she plan the party, but she, like, recreated his party. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, Mr. Monk, you know, Cowboy Hank left and everyone's still here. And then, Ra and then Randy's like, all right, great party. I'll see you later. <laughs> and she's like, you're not leaving. <laughs> and he goes, okay. <laughs> like, and just walks away. But I thought this was a really good redemption to the Cooper clan thing. Yeah. Because that completely ruined the show for him and ruined everything. And I'm sure he loved Cowboy Hank and he still loved him. But that association with his terrible birthday party just ruined it for him. So I think it was a really so good redemption. Hopefully he has, yeah, he has like a better memory of it. 
uh, of a party with Cowboy Hank or whatever. And so now it like makes him feel better, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Or that's that's his first thought instead of the traumatic like ten tenth birthday party or whatever he had <laughs> as a kid. Exactly. I love how Cowboy Hank was just so old because it was like forty years ago. <laughs> I know he really was, and I was like, "Is he crying?" I was like, "No, I think he's just old." This <laughs> is how he looks. It was, it was sad. It was good though. He was cute. Yeah, he was. He was really cute. And then oh, and then Monk's wearing his cowboy hat. Oh yeah. At the party, like it cuts to him and he's wearing the cowboy hat, kind of sitting on his head. He's like all happy. He's like, "Who's the birthday boy?" And Monk's like. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. That's so good. Okay, I'm done. Did you have one more? I'm also yeah. I'm also done. done. That my my last one was the uh, you're not leaving. Oh okay, (laughs) good. It's like see, look, everybody stayed. Like I'll see you later, guys. You're not leaving. (laughs) (laughs) So good, so good. Okay, so that's it for likes. So that's it for Lindsay. Yeah. Bye. Have fun at Disney World. <laughs> Thank have you. fun at Disney World. Ride some rides for us. Eat lots of, of junk. Okay. <laughs> of course. Okay, we'll see you later. Yeah. Okay, this was so much fun. Uh, oh yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Bye, Lindsay. Bye. <laughs> All right. Our next co-host has actually been on our show before, but Noah, you have never met her. I have not, but I'm so ready. This next host is the founder of Tony Shalhoub Daily and has met Tony Shalhoub himself three times. What? That is crazy. Three times. I am really ready to meet her. Okay, then she's in the waiting room. Let's bring on Denise. Hey, guys. Hey, there you are. (laughs) Sorry, can I hear you at first? (laughs) You are all set up in there. That is so cool. You have your monk shirt. Your monk bobblehead. Oh, we have ours too. What? <laughs> and you've got all your, your, is that a TV or like a, yeah, uh, or a sign? I have It's my phone. I have the episode playing. Oh, you have the episode playing, but what's the screen behind you? The, oh, this is just a monitor. A monitor. a monitor. Oh, okay. It looks cool. Love it. Thanks. It looks like us, all professional up here. <laughs> yes, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> Okay, what did you bring as your junk? Okay, so my junk is the uh, Nutella and Go breadsticks with Nutella spread. Ooh, Noah loves Nutella. I love those. He loves yeah, Nutella. These are, these are awesome. Um, I have chocolate cake. And I, I have love. cereal. Magic spoon cereal. cereal. It's supposed to be healthy. You know what? Cereal is good any time of the day. So. <laughs> that is facts. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, our first question is going to be, um, when did you start watching Monk? So I started watching Monk in the summer of 18. Okay. Right, because you're- My mom found it. Okay, right, right. I remember, I'm getting a little refresher, because Noah hasn't, Noah doesn't know anything. So, um, so you started watching it a few years ago, and your thing is you love Tony Shalhoub. Right. Right. So she, she loves Tony Shalhoub. She's met him three times. Wow. Um, are you, are you looking forward to any, is he going to do any performances anytime soon or anything like that, that you get to go see? I, I haven't seen anything. I guess they're still, um, you know, taking a lot of precautions with COVID and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, but I know that season four of Maisel is in production. So that's a great thing. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I love Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And so that's so exciting that they're filming that. They need to get on that ASAP. 
Um, <clears throat> all right, so we're in dislikes, obviously. And okay. once again, we're talking about happy birthday, Mr. Monk. So Denise, what did you dislike about this episode? Okay, so my, my biggest overall general dislike about the episode. Um, so, you know, while I love the fact that Monk is so brilliant and that, you know, he thinks no one can fool him, um, I, I kind of dislike the way he was so arrogant about, you know, them not being able to surprise him. But then on the other hand, because I, I play, the, play both sides of the fence on this one. On the other hand, you know, when they finally did surprise him, I was like, oh man, they got him. So it was like, mm -hmm. I was mad that he was arrogant about them. Trying, and then I was mad that they actually did it. So it's like, <laughs> come on, Denise, make up your mind. So I was, just, I was, uh, the actual dislike is of myself for that, because I can't decide whether I like <laughs> the fact that he was arrogant or whether I like the fact that they fought him. I can't decide. So that's my overall general dislike about the episode. The only, thing, the only <laughs> thing I had about the actual party is actually Natalie stuff, like her terrible poker face when she's like first trying to surprise him. Like he, when he starts looking at her like that, she, I mean, she's just like, mm, what? Mm, and like making faces and you're like, Natalie, come on, you have one job. <laughs> like <laughs> just keep a straight face. And then whenever he asks her like, um, what, like, what was the crime again? And she's like, oh, it was a double homicide. And he's like, earlier you said triple homicide. Did somebody get better? <laughs> like, you can't even get your story straight, Natalie. Come on. And then had, and the other thing I put was that they had, um, like, the all the cops, of course, they admit later, you know, Stoudemire's like, what were we thinking? He's the best detective in the world. But, like, that's how they tried to surprise him was a completely empty room yeah like they didn't think he would think that was suspicious like they could have just left like a few people out there like shuffling papers or something i they could have just like all like been sitting at the desk and then just been like surprise and then like oh. I don't know, someone comes up behind him with a kazoo or something i don't know exactly they could have made it look mostly normal and then like maybe once he opens the captain's door they're like surprised and he's like, what the heck? And then when he turns around, you know, everyone else is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to shove everyone in the same room. Cause then you're like, any sense. Hmm, what's wrong here? Anyone could- I mean, I think, yeah. yeah, I think anyone at that point would have been able to figure it out. Yeah, that was yeah, cause it was dead silent. I'm sure it was like dead oh. silent in there. Like, should be quiet. Yeah. No noise, like, yeah. That was, yeah. exactly, I, anybody would have you notice the cups were missing. That's something that maybe the average person may yeah, not recognize. Yeah. That shelf over empty there is missing cups. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but an empty room, yeah, that's that's too convenient. So yeah, I agree with that. For sure. Do you have anything to add? Um, you want to go? Oh, I I said mine about Natalie's poker face and all of that stuff. Okay, I'll go. Um, Natalie, like you said earlier, Natalie, she gives up when trying to surprise Monk. She's because. What it, they need to go to Dr. Bell's or whatever, mm -hmm. and she just gives up. She's like, all right, fine, you caught me, when she could have completely just ridden the wave and been like, no, actually, I forgot my keys at home or something. Not keys. Yeah. But, like, I forgot my phone at home or something. Well, I did I did put that, that she left her phone on. Yeah. Remember whenever she's like, oh, we have to swing by my house. I left my cell phone at home. <laughs> And he's like, and hey, goes calls it, and then the ringer's on, and you're like, Natalie, yeah. come on, yeah. you have to cover all your bases. Even like, I have to drop Julie off at soccer practice or something. Well, Julie probably would 
She's probably coaching the team by now. Oh my she's, god. She's old now. So <laughs> so old. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that, Natalie Natalie could have done better. She could have done better in the first place and then to cover up her lies. Yeah. She's, awesome. she's not um we are we talked about, you know, the Natalie scheme of all that she actually pulled one over on Mr. Monk, right? So mm -hmm. We we do give her props, but just leading up to that was a little was a little iffy. It was mm -hmm. it was Natalie per usual, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Right. Right. Hmm. So um, just to elaborate a little bit further on that, you know, it's like it's one thing that he was arrogant about it, but then it's like every time he figured it out, at that point he had like three opportunities to just go along with it. At that point, to just be like, okay, fine, you got me. I mean, I, I figured it out. I win. But I'll go along with it anyway just to make you happy or to make everyone else happy because obviously they love me and they care about me. But I'll, I'll go along with it. But for the record, I knew. Like, he could have done something like yeah. that. But three, like, I think it was like three times. But he still, even after, you know, he got his satisfaction of figuring it out, he still was like, he wouldn't go along with it. And I was like, come on, man. Yeah, Natalie was like, everyone is waiting for you come on just no. just give up and he just wouldn't i don't yeah he, it was kind of jerky yeah a little bit exactly. yeah right like he well, i mean it's like little. his phobia part of his phobia too or whatever but he kind of let that take over a little mm -hmm. too much that's mm -hmm. what that's when you yank him in there like nope nope oh. nope we're coming like don't let him walk away but again i'm always putting the blame on natalie yeah i'm always <laughs> doing that are you are you team Natalie or team Sharona? I am team Natalie. Okay. But again, I don't I don't I don't dislike Sharona. I love Sharona, but I just prefer Natalie. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Well, she, you know, she's from New York, so she always mm -hmm. gives me the Sharona vibes, the accent. Uh, yeah, I know. She Even though I we have an like accent. We have an accent. I have an accent. Oh, you know what? I don't hear it with Noah so much. I do hear it with Candace though. Oh. <laughs> I hear an accent with Candace. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little right. much but i can I, I can see i can i can i can see you sound like cowboy hank <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's a little much okay my next thing is of course the cops being so insensitive about the man who was crushed Oh, yeah. a cube and then they were like oh did you see his car outside and Sonomar is like you might look for a compact <laughs> yep wrote that down too it's, I was like come on it's messed up it was better yeah that is and it was like obviously it's you're supposed to think it's a little funny and we're laughing about it now but in the in the moment when you're actually watching it you're like wow are they really saying yep. this stuff right now mm -hmm. and then yep. what does the other guy say um Oh, something about we think he was wearing briefs. Uh, it looks more like boxers to me, because he's in the yeah. shape of a box. I was like, "Oh my gosh, so messed oh, up. that is terrible!" But then yeah. Natalie kind of does it too, because when they're in his apartment, I guess she like uh, she they're talking about the guy, and Natalie's like, "I bet he was surprised." Yeah, and I'm like, was... and then Natalie did it too, even though she was like guys this man died whatever so she was being all high and mighty about it but mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. my next dislike is okay first off monk does not like parties second off monk does not like surprises and third off 
you tried to surprise Monk, even though he's extremely smart. Like, you messed up on all three of those things. You know he doesn't like parties. You know he doesn't like surprises. You know he'll figure out the surprise. So why even try? Yeah. I don't, I don't that's, understand. That's true. Is It's like, it's one of those things where it's really hard because it's like, for one, you want someone to be happy on their birthday and you want them to like, okay, you know, you, if you don't want to party, you don't have to, like, you know, we'll do something that you want to do and it'll be great. But then on the other hand, it's like, when someone is so as extreme as Monk, you're like, no, you need to understand that you have people that love you and that want to celebrate you. And you try to stay alone all the time. Mm -hmm. And today you, of all days, you need to feel loved and special, not like let's spend three hours vacuuming the rug because that's what you want to do today. Yeah. So it's, I, that, that's a struggle for a lot of people. I feel like, you know, cause people, mm -hmm. and the thing to do is like throw a party, but probably half the people in the world hate parties or, or hate being the center of attention or whatever. So it's just like, it's hard to do, but, and then it's like, as your assistant, you're like, do I have Mr. Monk? Like, do I put myself out there as the assistant like that? And like, maybe Monk will be mad at me or do I not really care because he needs to have a party and it's going to yeah. be fun and it's going to be great and everything. So. Yeah, that's true. Cause she also was going to throw him a party before she knew about the cat, the cowboy Hank thing. And mm -hmm. like, that was a big part of the party. So before it was just going to be like a bunch of cops drinking, you know, soda or yeah. whatever, like cowboy Hank, like added to the party, which she wasn't originally going to do. Yeah. So I get what you're saying, but yeah. And he should have been, I think when they were leaving the apartment later on in the episode when he was carrying the vacuum, which I'll get to as one of my dislikes. Um, and she even said, okay, fine, Mr. You know, something to the effect of, you could die, you know, alone and miserable and sad and what, and then she says alone again, like a second time to emphasize it. <laughs> and he just looks at her and he goes, feel. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's what he wanted. So I think at that point, it was kind of like even more of a challenge for Natalie to accomplish. And she did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, my th next thing is Natalie's, Natalie's saying that Monk's story is lame and stupid. Like, cause that she uses both of those words whenever he's like acting like it's so traumatic what happened to him, you know, the cowboy Hank and all my friends left and everything. And of course it's supposed to be funny and it's supposed to be silly and he's supposed to be dramatic over the top. But then Natalie's like, Mr. Monk, that's the worst story I've ever heard. That's lame. That's stupid. Everybody has a bad party. And I'm like, that's kind of, I mean, that's a little rough to say, like when someone's actually traumatized by something like because what was it? I don't think this episode of ours has come out yet where we were talking about our biggest fears and Noah's was like, what if his friends don't really like him? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. Like, what if they just, I don't know. Like, what if they just like, don't really like me? They just like really feel sorry for me or whatever. And it's like, exactly. Like normal people have that legitimate fear, like let alone Mr. Monk being like, yeah, mm -hmm. I thought I had friends for a minute. And then of course they were all using me and it was terrible. Like, that's a pretty mm -hmm. traumatic thing. Like, now to, I guess, I don't know, not want to have a birthday party when you're 50 and, like, think the same thing. I don't know. I, I just didn't like that Natalie used those words. She could have said, like, silly or, or come on, Mr. Monk, like, you need to get over that. You need to get over that fear, not, that's stupid. Yeah. So, that was just, that was just one for me. What I didn't like about that, that scene was that I want to know what Natalie thought he was going to say because she got like really emotional like 
she was like, oh my God, what is he about to tell me? And then yeah. it's like, he finishes the story, she calls him lame, and like, she goes and she opens the blinds and that's it. It's like, I want to know. What did she think he was going to say? Yeah. I would love to know. He had a, he had a rope. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where did she think oh, she, I, this is going? Like, what? It, re- it reminded me of when he was remembering his own birth. And he was recalling yes. that whole thing. It's like, oh, my God. Like, and then you realize, oh, my God. It's just him being him. You know? It's like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually didn't like Monk being traumatized by Cowboy Hank because I just thought it was completely unneeded. I think that like they could have just been like, nobody showed up to my birthday party and that was it. But for some reason they put Cowboy Hank in there, which I don't really understand. Like, you didn't, like, you don't, you think they could have dealt without Cowboy Hank at all? Or you think that they shouldn't have put Cowboy Hank as a sad thing? They, Cowboy Hank shouldn't have been in the episode. Oh, okay. I feel like he was unnecessary. Really? I agree. You agree with that? 100%. In fact, you know, I had done my research. I watched the episode twice this past week, wrote my notes down. And this morning when I woke up, I was thinking about it. And I said, you know, that whole Cowboy Hank thing? There was no need for it. It was, it's just, it didn't need to be. I mean, maybe they just did it to fill up time, but they could have done something. Like, I just, yeah, I didn't think it was really necessary. That's interesting. Cause I, I mean, I just kind of talked it through with myself, but like, I like it because, like I said, like, maybe he's not that interested in a bunch of like men, just cops standing around and drinking. And when he doesn't drink, you know, like whatever, but the fact that they got something from his childhood that made him happy. And then I also said this in likes was that, um, it was a good redemption from the, um, Mr. Monk's favorite show where that actress is like a terrible person and it ruins mm-hmm. the Cooper clan. Like, I think that this was good. Like we got that like kind of celebrity vibe that, something is intact from his childhood and he has is a good memory now and i like that mm-hmm. and i i know i i liked cowboy hank i thought he was cute too when like we talked about how old he was and stuff like mm-hmm. he was a cute old man and then monk with his cowboy hat i liked it so <laughs> I, I i totally get what y'all are saying but i actually liked it i feel like he ruined like the whole like oh my god but monk there are people that care for you here and you can like talk to them and stuff Instead of being like, oh, mm. Cowboy Hank is here. Like, mm-hmm. Although Natalie did say, see Mr. Monk, Cowboy Hank left and everyone is still here. And then Randy comes up with his, you know, flavor. <laughs> and then it's like, you're not leaving. But I, so I guess in a way it does redeem that. But still, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just thought it was, yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. And that, that's a good point, Noah. That's good. Uh, speaking of, Randy's got another girl. I know those were mine too. I was trying to think though. When's the last time we saw him with a girl in focus? Hundredth case. Hundredth case. Is yeah, that the, is that the so. last time? Because remember we did two episodes like in a row where he had a girl in love. Oh, Mr. Monks falls in love. Falls yeah. in love and in focus. So I guess it has been a bit. So it's been a whole season. Mm-hmm. Like, still. So that's okay, I guess. It's still three different. Oh, he was also flirting with the CSI girl in one of them. That oh, was yeah, the, the crime scene. The foreign oh, yeah. man. The foreign man, right? Because mm-hmm. the, the liniment, and he's like, this is my first rodeo. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, um, 
yeah, I, Randy's got another girl. And then, of course, we talked about Stoudemire, which I liked the Stoudemire flirt. But the ra- Randy with the random girls just gets me. Stoudemire uh-huh. is such a, like, um, a one-woman man, I guess. Not that Randy's not, you know? But, like, yeah. when he likes someone, they make it very obvious and evident. And Randy's uh-huh. Randy just Randy flirts all the yeah. time. Stoudemire is, like, serious. So uh-huh. It's all over the age, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's weird uh-huh. because... They both have the same amount of girlfriends so far, but one just seems so much more mature. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh. That's true about the but, age thing. That makes sense. Speaking of that, if I may, can I give you my number one dislike out of all of this entire episode? Can I okay. Because I, I need to get this off my chest. Okay. Why in the world, out of all the names, all the female names in the world, they had to name TK Trudy. I did not like that. I know it's a very unpopular opinion. I understand the symbolism. I understand that. And I, and I don't want to ruin it for Noah, but let's just say that TK ends much better than Linda Fusco did. We'll leave it at that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it ends better. We'll just leave it at that. Um, I just, I don't like the fact that I understand the symbolism that they wanted him to find, like Trudy was a perfect woman for months and they wanted Sotomar to find his perfect woman, his true. But no, no. I oh, wish, yeah. I wish, I mean, Mary Poppins would have been a better name for me. I like, <laughs> I just didn't like true. Like, I want, like, to me, that's something special for Monk and should have been left at that. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I cringed when I, I mean, my reaction was great. He's like, oh, well, that's not going to work. You know, yeah. leave it at PK. It's cuter. Yeah, leave it at PK because truly didn't work for me. I, I know it's unpopular, but. Oh, I hate it. Uh, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it just yet, honestly. But I do I do like Stottlemyre's reaction to it that he didn't lean into it and go like, "Oh, well then you must be meant for me," like because your name is Trudy. He was like, "Uh, nope, mm-mm. that's <laughs> no bueno. Your name's TK. Let's go back to like acting like I did not know that that happened." Yeah. So I did like yeah. the reaction to it, but I'm not sure how I feel about it. Honestly, yeah. My dislike about the whole Trudy name thing was like, why? Because at the beginning of the episode, I was like, why are you not telling him your name? Oh. Mm-hmm. And it was just pointless. And it was all for that big reveal of, oh, I'm Trudy. Yeah. And it's like, but why didn't you just say that? If, because they just wanted it to be a big reveal. Yeah. That's true. Know. Right. Because she didn't know anything about Trudy. It's not like she was keeping it because it was awkward. Yeah. She had no idea. So, right, yeah, they purposely did it that way. Which, yes, exactly. again, made it even more annoying to me. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, I put this episode was slow at times. I kind of, dr- it just kind of drug on until, for me, until the chase scene happened. But it's also one of those things where I know, you know, what's going to happen. And so I'm like almost waiting for the chase scene. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, man, this episode's really long because we haven't even got to the birthday party yet. But I mean, mm-hmm. That's that's from a that's from I, an afterwards perspective. I thought it was good because it was always keeping you on edge with the parties. Like, when is she actually going to do this? Okay. And then they really, really catch off guard with them being, you know, hunted or whatever. <laughs> Did you think that she was going to get him? No, I didn't. You didn't? Okay. Or at least whatever, you know, they were being hunted. I was yeah. like, at least that not completely that went on my brain. Yeah. Which was, I yeah. guess, their point. Yeah. Like, that's what they tried to that do. That was so perfect. Yeah. 
I thought that was real. I didn't think I like the thought exactly. of the surprise being at that. I didn't think it was it. I thought that was just part of the episode, not part of the surprise. Mm -hmm. You know. So yeah, when they kill that guy, man, that sold it. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, how do you not think that's real? And then of course, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm watching it, and then Noah was like, I look over when it's finally over, and Noah's like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they did not just do that. I was like, yes, it got him. It got him. Okay, perfect, perfect. <laughs> um okay i have one more how many do you have you have i have no more no more how many do you have denise one one okay one, one. my last one is i thought the crime was just okay um our last our last person Lindsay, she liked the ice cubes thing i thought the ice cubes things was just all right really yeah mm. i don't know i've also seen there's an episode of colombo that i think had ice cubes and it also had a clue of like somebody falling in a trash compactor. And they also was a clue where like somebody turned the lights off and they're like, you know, who turned the lights off if he had turned the lights on. So it mm -hmm. gave me a lot of Columbo vibes, which is fine. Cause I like Columbo, but it was almost like a, um, Oh, I've seen that before. Mm -hmm. I've seen that before, which could very well be where they got the ideas. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. But, um, so to me, it just wasn't super like memorable. I didn't remember the ice cube thing when I started watching this. I didn't remember it, which I mean is a good surprise. But then again, at the end, it's like, oh yeah, it was the ice cubes. I forgot about that. No. So, I liked them. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was, it was clear. I thought it was clear. Um, I didn't think the shape of them, the ones that he took out of Munch drink before he put the poison ones in, didn't look real to me. Like they looked like they almost were fake ice cubes. I know. They have different like ice cream makers with different sizes and shapes and all of that, or even some <laughs> crazy ones. But to me, it's still they look fake. But that that wasn't the dislike I had. But but yeah. Wait, which which ones looked fake? The square ones or the round ones? The round ones. Okay, I thought the round ones looked real and the square ones looked fake. Hmm. That's funny. Yeah. I yeah. I thought... I've seen square ones. I've seen fake square cubes. I've never seen fake round ones. And so I thought that the square ones were fake looking, which they were. Neither of them were supposed to be fake. They were right. Supposed to be real so yeah but interesting different perspectives i love it yeah i love yep. it what's your last dislike so the last dislike actually that's a perfect segue because um okay so i am not a fan of this even before covid i'm not a fan of this but i didn't like this and i know this sets up um a way for a monk and everyone else to be thrown off about who the killer was but the fact that everyone was drinking from everyone else's cup I just, uh, I did not, like, that is just too, I know it happens, like, it happens among family and good friends and stuff like that, but a lot of them were, like, I don't want to say strangers, but maybe people that, you know, just kind of acquaintances, business associates, whatever, and they're just passing the cups around, like, and again, I know that they did that because it was a way to throw Monk off because the killer himself drank from the cup, so how could it be, but I still, like, even before COVID, I'm not a fan of, you know, passing one cup around and everybody. Well, yeah, was it just, super obvious that something had to do with the cups? Or no? No. When they were passing a cup and going, oh, that's diet and passing it, did anything cross your mind? I mean, after he got the heart attack, I was like, well, something's up, but no, no not okay. really. Okay. Because that's, I, I, I didn't remember about the ice cubes, but whenever they did that and we we're passing it, I was like, that's really obvious. I don't know mm -hmm. what, I don't remember where, what's going to happen, but yeah. I was thinking like this scene looks obvious, even though I didn't know what was going to happen, if that makes sense, but, mm -hmm. um, okay, so everyone's done with dislikes? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. So I did want to ask you, I know Denise has ranked every single monk episode, like from her most favorite to her least favorite. Oh, wow. What number out of, is it 125? Is that how many? What is your ranking of this, this episode? Your ranking, not your rating. We'll save that for later, but your ranking. Right, your ranking. right. It just ranks 93rd, 93 uh, out of the 125. And I haven't, I need to revisit this list because I haven't really updated it. You know, every time I watch and I say, oh, you know what, this, this one is actually better than I thought, or this one is not as good, so I should really move a couple of them around. I don't think this one's going to change much, but right now it's 93. 93. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you, you talked a lot about it, dislikes, obviously. Um, so what is something that you did like so that, oh boy. or your favorite thing or your most memorable thing or something? Just something positive because you've had to talk about all the negative stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I do like the, the car chase scene. I think that was um, like a good surprise for me too, because as we said, like I thought that was real. So I, I kind of like that. I, I like how they threw that in and made it look so real. And it turns out that that was it. That was the one that got him. So mm -hmm. I, I really liked that. It was, it was not like on edge. It was, you know, the only thing that I, I questioned about that scene was, you know, at the beginning when they first started, you know, when he first said we're being chased, you know, make a left or whatever. Mm -hmm. He, um, you know, then she kind of just kept going. What if that some other point he gave her some kind of direction like okay make a right here or no go straight here and she didn't and it took them off course there's my new york accent mm -hmm. i heard it myself and it, it took them off course um you know for where they needed to be for the party so that was the only thing that like i'm like mm, i don't know if that would have been so real but the whole scene itself i thought was great that's a good plot hole i didn't even think about that jotting down she was <laughs> just like turn left and right i mean she couldn't have not Turn, if right. she turned right, then the entire thing would have been done. There was a 50-50 chance <laughs> left or right. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Okay, well, I think that's it. Oh, I did want to ask one more thing. What is your favorite Monk episode? What's the number one on that list? Mr. Monk takes his medicine. Oh, Mr. I, I knew that. I forgot. And, I, and I, I, wish, I wish you guys had covered that episode because I would love to hear you guys do the show about that episode. So... Maybe when you guys are done with the full run, you can mm -hmm. take requests for the ones that you guys, you know, got in after. That would be Ooh. interesting. That would be interesting. Okay. All right. We'll see about that. Okay. Well, I think that's it, Denise. Thanks for joining us. It's Thank been a you. blast. Absolutely. Yes. And don't forget everyone, uh, Tony Shalhoub Daily. She has a website, TonyShalhoubDaily.com. She's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So check Denise out at Tony Shalhoub Daily. All right. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Nice to meet you, Noah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. He's the guy. Okay, our next co-host was actually a previous fan of the Drunk Monk podcast. If you don't remember, that is where our show originated from. That is so cool. Yes, and now she's a fan of our show, which is great. And she's in the waiting room now, so let's welcome Lisa to the show. Please. Hi. Hi. Hi, nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. Thank you for inviting me to this birthday party. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we also, we didn't kind of mention that yet. I was going to talk about it during Junk Time, which is next, but this episode is airing the day before Noah's birthday. Mm -hmm. So it's happy birthday, Mr. Monk. Happy birthday, Noah. Kind of mixture <laughs> going on there. So yes. Um, thanks for joining us. We are on He's the Guy now. So I want to start off by saying, um, what junk did you bring? Oh, 
I have um, JoJo's. JoJo's. I, oh, gluten free. I've never heard of JoJo's. Yeah. Oh, do you all have Do you all have Trader Joe's? I think we have a Trader Joe's. I think we have one. They do. Okay. That I know they, of. These are gluten free, but they have a regular one too. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm um, paleo, so I don't know. I'm pretty pretty strict these days, the, but I have a paleo chocolate cupcake. And I have okay. Candace's paleo cereal. I heard that that's really good. I haven't tried it yet. I think, oh, it's actually not technically paleo. It's keto, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, I bought it. I bought a giant box of it and it's kind of expensive. And I realized it, it has milk product in it. And I was like, uh, I don't do dairy, but Toby eats it. <laughs> It's so, good. Let me tell you. It's Noah, really Noah likes it, but um, yeah, to Toby's got six boxes to go through, so there's that. <laughs> um, when did you start watching Monk? I am an original run girl. Um, really? Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you guys, <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I, I don't think I started watching from the first episode, I can't remember where I started, but it was sometime in the first season. Um, and because wow. so much, so much of him resonates with me anyway, it was like I was hooked. So yeah, and also I've always been a huge fan of Tony Shalhoub. So yeah. Oh okay, cool. All right. So um, who do you have for he's the guy? Who's your first person? I have. I, I have four. Okay. Um, so I wasn't sure how you wanted to do this. If you wanted me to list them and then, um, um, well, usually cause Noah doesn't usually have that. Do you have anyone? I have nobody. I, <laughs> I never have anyone. Okay. I'm sorry. There's some, some good ones in here though. I know his wee little mind hasn't seen as much I as know. we have. I this is the one part of the show that I fall short on every time. Yeah, I, I do. I have quite a bit. Um, but if you say somebody that I'm gonna say, I'll usually just say like, okay, I had them down from this episode or, you know, this show or whatever. Okay. So we could, we were probably gonna repeat cause I, I put almost everybody <laughs> since we're towards the end, I've been looking up everyone to see if they're on other episodes of Monk. Yeah. So there's definitely, um, I didn't really write a lot about those, but I mean, clearly they've been, they reused a couple of the, um, the um, uniform cops mm -hmm. um, and the, the coroner, the coroner has been used a few times. Dr. Z. Like Dr. Z. Dr. Z. Yeah. Yep. We, yeah, we just saw him. We saw him in, um, his name is Sean Blodgett and we just saw him in the voodoo curse, which was two episodes ago. Yeah. And then the other the uniform cop number two on this episode is uh, Michael Patrick McGill. And we just saw him on the voodoo curse also two episodes ago. Yeah. And they referred to him as Sergeant Steiner and one of them I saw. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And that's, what's so interesting. Uh, we talked about too, is like how they, um, how they like demote, promote, demote, de you know, like, I don't, I mean, I'm not, you know, hip with the, the cop lingo, but it's like, <laughs> what, cop lingo. you know, like Sergeant, Lieutenant, whatever. But like, they go from like being credited as like someone's name, like I'm, you know, Sergeant Steiner to yeah. uniform cop one. And you're like, 
Why wouldn't you just be <laughs> Sergeant Steiner again? Why would you right. be uni- yeah. exactly? You'd yeah. play the same character. So yeah. Yeah. And then there was that one episode where there was just those two random de- like detectives or whatever, and it was like, why are they here? <laughs> yeah. What were they? Oh, oh yeah, that was oh geez, oh gosh, what episode was that? Uh, Falls in love. Mm-hmm. It was like Martinez or some. some oh, yeah. I can't remember. The, I can't remember, but yeah, the the guys that were like mean to Monk and we were like, yeah. he's there for no, like these guys are irrelevant. We kind of yeah. disagreed on that, but if they were relevant or not, but yeah. So if they showed up, they should be the same people, exactly. not like uniform cop number three, but right. that's, yeah, that's yeah. weird. I had, I had one more, which is Michael Coleman who played uniform cop number one in this episode. And then he played a detective, a second patrolman, and then a uniform cop number one on all different episodes. Okay. Like, I don't, like, what, I don't know. It's just, it's, what's the point, though? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should just be a recurring cop number or something. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Not important. Not relevant. Okay. Who else did you have? Okay. So, do we want to go for the big ones? Uh, sure. Okay. How about, uh, well, I, what, the one that's my favorite would be, um, I refer to her as the hottie for Stotty. <laughs> um tk is uh. played by virginia madsen mm-hmm. now if i remember correctly candace i think you would probably remember her from a show that i heard you say you watched but yeah. i don't want to <laughs> go ahead no what what show is that i have two that i know fraser yeah yeah have do you yeah. watch fraser or oh yeah okay yeah. <laughs> do you remember who she played Cassandra. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. This is the storyline where Frasier has two girlfriends at the same time. Yes, I think to start with, um, what I first remembered her from, there was an episode or two before that. She was in like three or four episodes, mm-hmm. I think, um, where uh, she um, was giving him mixed signals and he couldn't figure out Yes. you remember this now this is hilarious yes that's so true like he like he said well she kissed me and then you see him, her kissing like everybody yeah so like she's just like and he's like i don't get it like he couldn't he couldn't figure out the signals yeah and then she like invites um, him over to her apartment and all this stuff and then she's like aren't you gonna get into something more comfortable or something and he like gets on right and she's like i was just, just talking about like taking your shoes off or something <laughs> right yeah it's really funny yes that is you're right that is the first time she shows up and then yeah. later it's the cassandra and faye faye fabulous faye and then fabulous faye because <laughs> he gets them mixed up daphne wants him to date faye which i was team faye uh and then the dad wants him to date cassandra because she's like real flirty with him and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then um he keeps calling faye cassandra and it's really, really bad. And so he's like, Faye, Faye, fabulous Faye. I'm so sorry. I keep calling you Cassandra. It's <laughs> uh, yes. So th- that was a really, really good episode and good. Yeah. She was on four episodes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and the other thing I remembered her from is a movie called Sideways. Okay. Now, I don't know if you've seen that. It came out in 2004. So that would have been before that, the episode, the monk episode. Um, and the thing about that, and I, once I reviewed everything, I realized she was nominated um, as Best Supporting Actress for that. It was a really good movie. I remember, 
I remember bits and pieces of it at the time. Um, she was playing the love interest for Paul Giamatti's character. Um, and so I imagine that them, uh, Monk getting her on this, on their show was probably a big get. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. You know, we mentioned Paul that. Giamatti recently. Yeah. I can't oh. remember what his brother, something, I can't remember, something Giamatti, he was the killer on one of the episodes. Oh. Oh, geez, I can't remember. Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's the one with the um, egg eating, the egg eating thing. Oh, yeah. That's his brother? Mm-hmm. The egg eating oh. guy or the, the, guy, the, the, ki- the killer? Who they oh. shoot at the end. He acts like he's playing the drums. Lady next door. Lady next door, yeah. Yeah, that's Paul Giamatti's brother. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't, re- I, didn't th- I didn't comprehend that, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what happens when you do He's the Guy. It's all circulating. It's all circulating. Yeah. So um, the other thing I recognized her from was Designated Survivor. She was on 14 episodes of that. I want to say she was like a Republican senator or something like that. Toby recognized her from Designated Survivor too. So um, did you recognize her? Was, that was all that you had for Virginia, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I saw that she was on Designated Survivor, but I hadn't watched the show. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I think that's about all I have for her. Okay. I mean, but she was on tons of stuff besides that. Um, okay, so the next one I have is uh, Kurt Pressman was played by John Carroll Lynch. So I don't know if oh, you're, mm-hmm. you remember him. Mm-hmm. So he was on the Drew Carey show. He played Drew Carey's brother. Yes. With a crossdresser, at least in the early part of it. Oh, okay. I, I watched that show. We've talked about it on our show, mm-hmm. but I didn't remember. I saw that credit and I was like, I don't remember that, but did that make sense now? He was a crossdresser. Okay. It's, it's yeah, kind of and the other thing I remember him from, I mean, I see, I, I wrote down the other stuff he was in, maybe you uh, know better than I do, but what I, the other thing I remembered is he was in a movie called Crazy Stupid Love. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And really he, good movie. It's good. It's one of those one. I think at that time there was a lot of movies where all the storylines kind of converge, and this was one of those. And um, John, John Carroll Lynch's character um, was the dad of the babysitter for Steve Carell's kids, and there was a big mix-up, and he came in to like beat up Steve Carell. He like just okay. came wailing on him. So that was you know, and he's a big guy as uh-huh. you see. Yeah. Um, so that's the other thing I remembered him from. Nice. Okay. I saw that. I didn't jot it down cause I didn't remember him, but he, I put Gothica, the Halle Berry movie. Oh, it's like a super, like they, I actually just watched that like a year ago. It's a pretty old movie. Um, but where they like Halle Berry is like a therapist or something and they all gaslight her and make her think she's going crazy and like trap her in an insane asylum. And he plays, yeah. And he plays a police officer on that. Um, like a sheriff or something like that. Oh, I know one other thing I noticed, I haven't watched it, but the thing that I found a little connection with was uh, more recently he's in, um, a series called big sky. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Are you watching that? Oh yes, I've talked about it. I've okay. talked about it on the show recently. I don't think these episodes have come yeah, out. They haven't, no. they haven't come out yet. Um, because Ted Levine is on Big Sky. Yeah. So that's really the connection there. Good. 
Ted Levine's really good. I gotta watch that. Yeah, and so, um, what's his name again? John Carroll Lynch. He plays uh, Sheriff Rick Legarski, and he is, I mean, he's in the, he's in the, almost the whole first season. Um, He plays the, remember I told you it's about kind of like the family, the, the prostitute ring they're doing, but he's, he's a sheriff. He's a dirty cop. That you okay. figured that you figured that out in like the first like first two episodes or so so it's not that much of a spoiler oh. he's a bad guy so okay. and he's really good and but when i saw him on the screen i was like i recognize him but i didn't know what i recognized him from and it was monk huh so he's really versatile i mean he can do comedy and he can do serious roles too yeah mm-hmm. for sure yep yep big, so that's big, big sky has been like so relevant recently we had like three people or four three mm-hmm. or four people from big sky yeah mm. which may be coincidence yeah like or does someone who worked on both shows i know that's the thing about casting yeah. person like the the casting director yeah. or whatever yeah i don't know how that works but um let's see Who's it? Is there anybody smaller that I have here? Because you said you had four. You've done how many? Have you done how many do you have left, Lisa? Two. Two. Okay. You you can go for it, and I'll see what okay. I don't have. Okay. Richard Meckler is played by Lex Medlin, and I knew him right away. He was in Drop Dead Diva. That was. Did you watch that? I've, I I um, watched the first two episodes one day. It started automatically playing the show on my TV. So I watched like the first two episodes and I was like, oh, that was cute, but I haven't watched it since. But I have I have seen it. Yeah, I think, I don't remember. It was on for a few seasons, maybe three or four. And um, I watched like maybe the first two seasons. I liked it. But, you know, if you remember the premises, um, people are like body switching after they die kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of seasons, I couldn't like... <laughs> like too much body swapping okay so but I remembered him because he played like a judge or a and a, I think later a lawyer or something like that so I remember him right away because he was like on there like a main cast I think interesting okay yeah so I do know that show I put him down for he was on an episode of 911 Jane the Virgin Modern Family he was on an episode of Friends um, and then I don't know. Have you ever seen the show The Middle? I haven't watched it. I okay, know what it is. Well, but... we love The Middle. Yes. Okay, so this will not be interesting for you. But did you know that there <laughs> is? Um, so The Middle has Patricia Heaton, right? From Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. She is like the star of the show. Well, that show went on for nine seasons from like 2009 until what? I don't know. What's nine years later? And then, but I looked up. I was looking up Lex Medlin. And he had a credit from 2007, so two years before The Middle started, as playing Mike Heck in the TV movie version of The Middle. And I was like, what? What the heck is this? And I can't find any footage of it or anything, but it's on IMDb. He played Mike Heck. Ricky Lake played Patricia Heaton's part. And then, yeah, super strange. And then there was Sue Heck right? Was yeah. played by somebody else. There was no brother Axel Heck credited. And then Brick Heck was play, is played by Atticus Schaefer. Mm-hmm. He, he's on yeah. the, the movie version. So he was the only person that was cast in the movie and the TV series. So it's the same thing, 
but it was supposedly i guess they made it into a tv movie it was like supposed to be a pilot it got canceled uh-huh. or like it didn't get picked up i guess i should say so huh. isn't that super strange like different i know again you didn't watch that show but different people playing frankie mike axel brick sue yeah and that's super that weird. Is so weird yeah like, and who is the person <laughs> who wanted to be monk or who was close to being monk um stanley tucci mm-hmm. like trying to picture stanley tucci as as monk i mean monk. well actually we did yeah. get to because he dressed up yeah. as monk in the episode but yeah right so but yeah i thought that was extremely weird so but you learn you learn right <laughs> yeah um and then who's your last person okay so the last person i looked up i i looked up cowboy hank because he just had such a familiar look to me although i can't say i exactly remember seeing him but his name is jack betts and apparently he's still alive he's 92. what says he's 92 and the last credit he had was something in 2018 or 2019 so i think i think he's just a he likes to be an actor you know he's a lifetime yeah so what i was reading about him is that he started out his career um, as a leading man in spaghetti westerns. Okay. You know, do you understand what that term is? Does Noah uh, understand what that term is? I mean, I don't no. know exactly what a spaghetti western is, but my Mimi is always watching westerns. What what is the specific spaghetti okay. bean? So, um, if you think about, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen like any of the Clint Eastwood like a fistful of dollars or anything like that. So what they are, are they are low budget, um, they were known as low budget uh, Westerns. They were made in like the mid 60s to mid 70s. And in order to keep them low budget, they were filmed in like Italy, spaghetti. Um, And so they would have the Italian actors and then they were dubbing over them. So if you look at like uh, the Clint Eastwood movies, you will see, you can tell they're not, you know, it's dubbed in. Mm. So that's what a spaghetti Western is. Um, and apparently Jack Betts did, uh, was a leading man in a bunch of them. And that's how he broke into the business before doing American films. So that would make him very qualified to be Cowboy Hank. What? Wow. So that's probably just a nod right yeah. it, it probably is and that's why i i was like i have to look him up there's just something about him and the other thing is is he was on um a number of perry mason the original run in the 60s mm-hmm. episodes and he was on several um soap operas he was a soap opera actor it looked like he mostly played doctors he was on one life to live guiding light the young and the restless and I did notice he was on an episode of Friends and an episode of Frasier, but I didn't look into or remember the episodes. Yeah, I didn't remember the Friends one. Um, there was also Everybody Loves Raymond. I've been watching that recently. And he's, oh, that's right. he's on a cruise ship and he flirts with Marie Barone, the mom. And so it's, it's kind of cute. Um, but the episode of Frasier, he's actually on my favorite episode of Frasier ever, which is Ham Radio. I think I've, I've probably showed you this episode where Frazier puts on the skit for Halloween 
and he makes everybody do different voice actors and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite episode. It's like, I think it's actually ranked as like one of the funniest episodes of Frasier ever. Um, but Frasier's like, he needs to cast all the people in the in the play. And he's like, I still haven't found anyone for the Scotland Yard inspector. <laughs> he's like, I guess I'll have to do it. And Roz is like, okay, whatever. And then he walks out into the hallway and Jack Betts walks up and he's like, he has a pipe in his mouth and he's like I was wondering if you've cast the role yet for the Scotland inspector and he's like oh yeah I just filled it <laughs> it's so funny because you know Frazier's so full of himself he doesn't want to choose the guy who's like perfect <laughs> perfect for the role he's like yeah, yeah yeah I filled it a couple minutes ago so yes one of the funniest episodes he was totally in that so um I have one more which we kind of talked about in likes Lindsay brought it up but Aaron Linker he played Little Monk in the web the webisode series of monk there's like 10 episodes we couldn't figure out where to find them but um i i haven't seen them either i'm sure they're hidden somewhere yeah so it's the same little monk so that that little monk who was in that web series this is the only episode that he plays in the actual series like we've seen <laughs> different iterations of monk like mm -hmm. a little monk this is the only one that he plays in i thought it was interesting like you know what I mean? Like they mm -hmm. didn't choose him like since he was a little monk that he wasn't in anything else but that's that's him and that's that's all I have for he's the guy. Noah are you done with he's the guy? <laughs> I am. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> Surprisingly. Okay I have a couple more things. Who's your favorite guest star ever? Oh my gosh. Putting me on the spot. I am. Um <laughs> I don't know if I could say ever. I would say the first one that comes to mind for me would probably be Stanley Tucci. Okay. That's a lot um, of people's favorite, surprisingly. But I just yeah. don't know him from anything else. But he did a great job in this episode, you know, in that episode. Yeah, he's another just very versatile actor. He can do it all. So I, I'm a fan of his too. Um, I'm sure if I thought if I had more time to think about it, I could have come up with somebody else. But that was the first one that came to mind for me. Okay, and then what's your favorite monk episode? Um, that's tough. Um, but I think it would. Oh my God, why can't I think of the name of it? Um, the one with the burn notice guy in it, the astronaut. Oh, that's the right. astronaut. Yeah. I I love a lot uh a lot of aspects of that episode mm -hmm. um it's and it's you know got some serious to it you know it's not too goofy um i think that's why i like it and that one i'll definitely if it comes on i'll drop what i'm doing to watch it that's cool that's a good one that's a good one all right so i think we're done thank you lisa for joining us for this segment mm -hmm. it has been awesome i love chit-chatting about all the other shows and actors and things so thanks yeah. for hopping on with us all right okay we'll see Take you later care. Bye. okay bye. bye hey junk muckers this is the end of part one of our happy birthday mr monk episode we hope you're enjoying the celebration thus far and come back for part two the first one got a little bit lengthy so we split it up into two parts for your listening pleasure However, we do have a lot of great co-hosts left and they have a lot of good stuff to share. So we hope you come back tomorrow, June 8th, which is Noah's birthday. And that's when we'll release part two. So make sure you come back then. You'll thank me later.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Harder Than Hard Hats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.